then you reach Steph and Kate from Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette. We hope you are all doing fabulous today. Absolutely. Today we're going to talk about something for the men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the women who have men in their lives. Body image issues with men. We mm-hmm. talk about women all the time and our body issues and what we like and what we don't like. We never really talk about the men. No, and I think it's a thing that's actually pretty big and there's not people out there starting all of these big movements for men but we see it all the time for women so drawing attention to it and how we can support men in their struggle with body image is really important for us to have a look at yeah I feel like we just kind of like men have body issues and we just called them dad bods and told them they were hot anyways (laughs) that could definitely be true definitely true it's funny, I don't think that I'd ever really, until we decided that we were going to do this. I mean, you know that men don't necessarily think that they're all the parts of themselves look great, but it's like I would have never even thought of men doing a tummy tuck, for example. Yeah, there's like a surgery where they can lift your balls up. <laughs> yeah, right. Or like penis implants I'd heard of. And actually, I can see the testicle thing. I don't know why I think it's so strange about tummy tucks, but some of the stats that we found were... In 2017, liposuction had gone up 23% for men and tummy tucks had gone up 12% in the past five years. Yeah, I also think that's kind of because, I mean, we call them dad bods, which is like basically a belly. Most men don't want to have a belly. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. they just accept it at a certain age, but like men don't want to have bellies. It's just tends to be more socially acceptable for a man to have a stomach than it does for a woman. And you also have to think too, like they may not have babies, which is why for female bodies, tummy tucks are so popular. It's normally after you've given birth to a couple of kids, you can't Uh get your skin back the way it once was. But I mean, you have to think there's men who have lost, you know, a hundred pounds. They've lost a lot of weight. Maybe they've had weight loss surgery and then they're left with like this saggy skin Uh and I mean, you do all that to look good and then you still have that memory that you didn't. So right. I feel like it's just not talked about as often or advertised as much. Uh-huh. I think that's definitely true. It's one of those things that's much quieter than the women's body image movement. Yeah, it'd be curious to see like how many men out there like that listen have had some form of plastic surgery. I know a lot of men get nose jobs. It's really, really actually common for men to get nose jobs. Uh Um, Chin implants. So they have like that more chiseled face. I know the one guy on one of the reality shows I watch, he's had like five nose jobs at this point. Yeah, it's a lot. This here says male cosmetic surgeries, and this again is from 2017, have increased 325% from 1997. It's a fucking lot. That's crazy. I wonder what it is, though. Maybe it is, like, for women. Like, we've always had magazines and supermodels and stuff. Mm. Now, with social media, you can see kind of how good everybody looks. A lot of people are posting, like, their workout videos, things like that. So maybe it is just the fact that things are more accessible. They are Mm -hmm. more in your face. I mean, people don't tend to talk about male bodies in such a negative way as they do female. No, In like mainstream media? They either talk about it because they're hot or they don't tend to talk about it at all. 
right? Like you're either invisible or you're hot. Yeah. Or it's like, it's a beer belly. It's like a rite of passage. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think for a lot of men, like they want to look good too. Mm -hmm. Women are also waiting until later in life to get into committed relationships, marriages, having babies that might have something to do with it. I mean, 20 years ago, if you weren't married and had your first child, like in a heterosexual relationship anyways, there was something wrong with you. So Mm -hmm. of course you're young, you're tight, you're bright. (laughs) You start getting into your thirties, your forties, metabolism is not the same. Maybe you've gained some weight. I think that's true. You see it more and more often too, right? Like so many dynamics have changed to create body image. It's not just that you see the guys on TV, but you're right. Everybody's getting married later. You still want to be hot. You want to be the hot dad. You want to be the hot Mm -hmm. grandpa even. I know that there's a huge thing for like older men who are buff and fit and, you know. Yeah, I think too. I, I think a lot of it too actually just really has to do with the fact that there's social media And Mm -hmm. people can now see what you look like all the time. They can judge you from afar. And in relationships too. I mean, I know a lot of women might poke fun at like men that they're dating, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, look at your belly or it's so soft and squishy. Yeah. Um, So in terms of weight, that's a big thing. But I feel like in terms of body hair and things like that, they also have image issues. Like some men hate that they have a hairy chest. They hate that they have like hairy backs or hairy bums. (laughs) And it's like women kind of love that too. So yeah, I feel like it's almost like if they talked more about their insecurities, they would realize that it's just their own insecurity. Like women don't really care for the most part. I think you could say the same thing for women and their body image issues. For sure. I mean, mainstream like media has made it that like we have to have our legs shaved. Like there's no commercials out there. Um, shaving men's backs and shaving their chest no. or waxing them. It's all about women, right? So yeah. it's almost like it, they've tailored it towards us to have insecurities. And then men just kind of keep their insecurities to themselves. Well, I think that's a big part of it is the body with male body image is that they keep it much closer. And so it's, they don't talk about it. They keep it to themselves. It's something that they battle with internally. Well, but there's do you think like, do you think like the rise and like men doing Botox, cosmetic procedures, things like that might also just be because in this day and age, we are encouraging men to talk more and we are seeing more men kind of talk about their feelings and their emotions. It's definitely They're possible. Not, you know what I mean? Like it's kind mm-hmm. of, and I feel like depending on where you live, it'd be more popular. Like if you live in like Los Angeles, California, everybody has Botox. Everyone's trying to stay young and beautiful. So there, it's probably not uncommon at all for men to be coming in for all different kinds of procedures, whether it be skincare, nose jobs, tummy tucks, Mm -hmm. laser hair removal. I just feel like it's not talked about as much. So men don't feel comfortable sharing their insecurities as much. I think that's true. I think also they just go get it done right yeah like and they then pretend they didn't it. do it yeah yeah it yeah, actually no. says here the top five were liposuction nose surgery eyelid surgery male breast reduction and a facelift those are the top five for men 
Oh, I could believe it. Like I know a lot of men in my life who have definitely had work done. You mm-hmm. can tell that they would never admit it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like ever. Like there's one person in my family who's like aging backwards. <laughs> like he dyes his hair, he does the whole nine, thinks you don't notice, but like he's literally aging backwards. Yeah. I don't know if it's like his younger, kind of hotter girlfriend that's encouraging it. Or maybe he feels that he doesn't deserve her. Because one of the things I was reading is that a lot of the things for men about their image is that sexually they feel that they have to look a certain way in order to be masculine and to be able to turn their women on. And that's when the body image stuff really starts to kick in. In terms of like in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend who works for a laser company and also does all different things. But anyways, one of the biggest plastic surgeries that is growing very quickly is like the penis implants and bum implants. Those are the two really popular uh, surgeries for men, especially in North America. Which I could see. I mean. Nobody really wants to have a flat ass, I don't think. Like, I guess some people do. Um, but I think you typically think of men with, like, you know, their flat, flat, saggy bums as they get mm-hmm. older. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging balls. Uh, it's just, like, women, you know, our ass is sag, too, when we get older. And, you know, our tits sag. Low. Yeah. Yeah. Our so, stomachs. Yeah. We all kind of have it. It's just, it's interesting to see how much it actually does affect men. And I feel like it affects them kind of more as they age, not so much when they're younger. Yeah. I don't have any stats on ages or anything like that. I, it did say that one of the big rises was when they started to have all of the superhero movies because all the superheroes are, were, are super buff. They're thin, they're fit, they can do everything. And so, and because it was all that was on the screens all the time, men really want to start looking like that. And it says that only half of a percent of men can actually have that body. And so people are trying to be that half of 1%, which is crazy. Well, and like trying to have that body is is a full-time job, like for anybody. If you want to be ripped, shredded, no body fat, tight and right, like that is like, it's a commitment. Like you're Mm -hmm. basically just eating tuna and chicken all freaking day long lifting weights like it's it's a career so it's not I mean but it's just like women right you see supermodels Mm -hmm. and things on Instagram or TV movies and like you want to look like them so you go and get like the lips so that yours can be a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. or you get the bow top so the wrinkles don't come or the hair extensions so you can have that hair too but like yeah if you really look at it these people's jobs are to basically enhance their beauty mm-hmm, and to be sell fit. you something that like it'll consume your whole life if you keep striving mm-hmm. towards something that's literally like a full-time job mm-hmm. and it, it's not doable for most people because we actually have to work well no and a lot of it's photoshopped like even mm-hmm. if it doesn't look photoshopped it's photoshopped like the plastic surgeon that I went to for some of Mm -hmm. my surgeries he literally posts videos of like the kardashians or all these famous people and he's like look at this picture and look at this picture 
Like this picture is totally enhanced. Like, yes, they're beautiful. Yes, they're gorgeous, but it's filters, Mm -hmm. it's makeup, it's angles, it's lighting. Mm -hmm. It's not what they actually look like in real life. So they're selling you, even some surgeons are selling you this idea of perfection and you're never going to get it. And that's why so many people become addicted to things like plastic surgery, Botox, Mm -hmm. fillers, Cause you keep thinking like, Oh, the next one will do it. It's like, no, it's like, even when I got my boobs done, you know, one's bigger than the other, they're a little different. And he was like, you know, they're meant to be sisters, not twins. Like there's no such thing as like perfect boobs. And if you have them, you're born with them. Like that's just Mm -hmm. the way it goes kind of sometimes. So some things are hereditary. You get you, some things are easier to fix than others. But I think we just need to, as women or as men who are confident with other men, realize that it's not okay to poke fun at men for things that you wouldn't poke fun at a woman for. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like talking about like hairy backs and hairy chests and like hairy bums and flat bums and all these things that guys... And even like arms, they call it like the bingo wave or something. Like women are basically every single thing a woman could be body conscious about, a man can too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we either need to stop it or we have to normalize all these things and normalize being unique and not having the same as everybody else and having that be okay. Yeah, I just, it's obviously, like, my stereotypical brain is, like, going back to, like, 20 years ago, where I'm, like, who would ever thought, like, men would have, like, image issues? Like, they're men, like, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they do. Some men don't really give a fuck, but I feel like a lot of them do. If you actually, like, sat down and talked to every man in your life, they all probably have something they're really insecure about. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Like, I have one friend who has scars on like his forehead and like mm-hmm. he's super subconscious of them I didn't mm-hmm. even know they were there until he pointed them out right so a lot of times like our insecurities nobody else knows about except for us like mm-hmm. for the longest time I thought I had ugly knees do I yeah probably but if I don't like go around telling people no one's looking at my knees like do you know what I right. mean yeah But how many times did we have men come in for massages and apologize to us for either their hair or because they gained a little bit of weight or because their skin wasn't perfect or their feet were gross or they had too much chest hair? There's always the best is when they're like, I swear I don't shave my legs because like a lot of men like the hair will rub off in some parts from like work pants and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care if you shave your legs, you don't shave your legs, you have hair yeah. here, you have hair there. Like, it really doesn't phase me. Like, as long as you, like, showered in the last, like, 48 hours, we're good. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're clean, it's okay. But I guess that yeah. right there is a big sign, right? So, I mean, we've been massaging for 10 plus years. And it's mm-hmm. not a new thing that we've had men apologizing all the time for different parts of their bodies. But I think, too, if we, like, normalize men taking care of themselves and stop calling them, like, metrosexuals or whatever it is, there's nothing wrong with going to get a pedicure once a month if you feel like you've got, like, you know, gnarly feet. Like, go get it fixed. If it's going to make you feel better, 
Go get mm-hmm. a pedicure. Nobody in that nail salon is like, oh my God, look at the man getting a pedicure. Like nobody cares. We're all there to get our feet done. We understand the importance of like wellness, especially for your feet. Like that's a medical thing too. That makes Mm -hmm. you feel any better. But like, I can remember my brother's feet were disgusting. Like they were so bad, like to the point where he was wearing socks when we were in Costa Rica. And my mom was like, Steven, like you need to go and get a pedicure. He's like, girls do that. My mom's like, look at your feet. Like, you won't even take them out of socks. Like, so you want to walk around here in socks for the next week, being embarrassed of your feet? Or do you just want to go and get a pedicure and actually enjoy yourself for an hour? The kid passed out the second they touched his feet. And his feet never looked more beautiful after that hour and a half. (laughs) Right. I think what you said is really important, though, is we have to normalize men having good self-care. Because you're right. They do get made fun of or teased for being metrosexual or gay or whatever when they do take care of themselves, which is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Take care of yourselves because it feels good. Yeah. When I used to work in the hair salon, like we had a few men who would come in once a week, get their hair dyed, get their eyebrows trimmed up, get those eyebrows dyed. I didn't even think anything of it. No. And why would we? Well, because I think a lot of guys think it'll like change the way people view their like sexuality and things like that. Just like when we were talking about like the anal play and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, yep. Guys, even though they'll try it, they're not going to tell their guy friends. No, you know probably I mean? not. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. they've all probably had some kind of, you know, experience. Yeah. Or wanted to have an experience with it. But like to say that out loud, you you know, your friends might associate you with being a homosexual, which is stupid. If anything, the people who are doing that in that group are the ones who really want to try it. We're probably doing it all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like normalizing men taking care of themselves, just like women do. Yep. I think that is a really big component of it is that men have to be really masculine and we have attached all of these things to being feminine and, that's really hard when you've got such binary views of things for people to actually just go and do what feels good. Oh, for sure. Like even for like myself as a woman, like I don't care. I've had a couple of plastic surgeries. I've done a couple of cosmetic procedures. I'll tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I know men who have had them and they like pretend they got in a, a fight at hockey and that's why their face is all bruised and bandaged up or I had to get Botox for my migraines. You know what I mean? Right. Like little things like that. Yeah. Or I accidentally dyed my hair. Like, I don't know how you accidentally dye your hair, but I've heard these things from men. And it's like, just say you dyed your hair. Like, who cares? I dyed my hair. Yeah. Like, it's actually funny when you see, especially older men, and they're like, I didn't dye my hair. I'm like, yeah, but you were gray last time, and now you're dark brown. You clearly dyed yeah. your hair. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, do whatever you want to do because it feels good, but own it. Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, hair dye in, like, men's showers before. And I'm just like, oh, so that's how you keep it so nice and dark in your 60s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all age. We all have things we don't like about ourselves. And I think we should just normalize that, like, men do, too. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And if they want to, you know get procedures and stuff done and like go for it like be the change talk about it like talk about your experiences you know 
even like waxing male waxing is huge huge it's so big yeah to the point where my husband and I have both talked about opening a wax studio just for men because it's so hard to find a place to get waxed or to not have to wait forever because they're always so busy and it's crazy yeah like more like men's spas but like they're not rub and tug spas they're actual spas (laughs) yeah and they're not also men's sex spas they're just spas i'm only saying that because we i know that there are a couple men's spas in hamilton that are not actually spas but they're definitely places for men to go to meet other men so we're talking like legit spas that's also a part of the problem though like just use the correct terms for things like a men's spa is not Mm -hmm. somewhere where you go and get a blowjob and a back rub that's called a rub and tug call it Mm -hmm. the gentleman's club call it you know like how the word spa got associated with sex but only for men is beyond me I think there is a history there that comes from a long like that's existed for a long time but I do agree that we should start calling things by their proper terms. We've talked about this in so many episodes. Like if people just talked about things with their proper terms, there'd be so much less confusion. And people would be able to own things and to stand in their own authentic truth that much easier. Well, yeah, because like imagine like you're sitting around, like you're a dude, you're sitting around with a bunch of your buddies, like you're having a beer or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I went to the spa yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, what are your friends going to think? They're either going to think you went and got like a hand job and a massage or maybe you just like yeah. actually went to the spa, you got your hair cut, you got your beard trimmed, you got your backs waxed, you got a little bit of Botox, mm-hmm. like, you know, up in the forehead. As much as we women feel that men and society have put this label on us to look a certain way, we've also unintentionally mm-hmm. done it to men. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And just to say, we also have to like own the, fa- not own the fact, but really realize that men have been taught that they have to stay in this box of masculinity and it's hard for them to escape that and so giving them freedom to escape it is important for sure I mean we all want to look good and feel good and by pretending to be tough as a man or you know trying to be like this new age woman who can do everything a man can do like it's all mm-hmm. bullshit at the end of the day you just have to own your shit like know what you're secure about within yourself know what you're not mm-hmm. stop judging other people for their insecurities or securities and just like do you 100 mm-hmm. like, stop stop the, judging in general yeah like put the fucking judgment aside that's not like for us to judge no it's, it's not a very it's in our human nature but it's really not our place to judge anything but ourselves for sure that's definitely true i think it is sad though that you know there's such a big focus on women and their body image and how that's such a big thing and men are really they're left out of the whole thing it's like men are just supposed to be fine with how they are they don't need to have support in how they feel good or like you'll hear a lot of times like women will be like oh you know, my husband can eat like 12 donuts and then go for a run the next day and he he loses all his weight. Whereas like I even smell one and I gain five pounds. 
like stop using verbiage mm-hmm. like that too, because it's actually not true. There are men out there who struggle so much with their weight and there are women out there who don't yep. struggle at all. So it's all these like stigmas that we've kind of grew up with um, from like mm-hmm. the forties and the fifties that we need to like let go of. Yeah. It's a lot. You know, okay. Even if you watch like movies these days, like it's okay to have like a chubby overweight husband with like this hot, sexy wife. Like, if you look at, like, Modern mm-hmm. Family, like, Sophia, gorgeous, bombshell, another guy. Like, he's not a bad-looking guy, but he's, like, not the guy society would put her with. Or, like, Mrs. Claus and Santa. I don't yeah. know about you, but I haven't seen a movie in a hot minute where Mrs. Claus wasn't skinny and blonde and gorgeous. And then you have yeah. this, like, big old Santa. So it's, like... It's almost like the media is telling men, like, it's okay for you to look like this, but, like, you could look like this. Like, it's almost like they get more mixed messages than we do. I think, yeah, I think that could be true. One of the things I read, too, said that, and I think you touched on this before, too, is with social media, that changed everything for men. You know, 43% of men are now exposed to all this workout stuff. Because social media specifically targets men when it comes to do with fitness. And so you're seeing all these buff dudes who like literally work out all day, every day. And there's Mm -hmm. no way you can live up to that. No. Like if you want to look like a personal trainer, you might have to be a personal trainer. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Or have no real other part of your life. Yeah, it can become an obsession for sure. So how do we like help normalize men also having body issues? Like, do we, I guess we just do it within our relationships with other people, and our, mm-hmm. less judgment, family, less, friends. Yeah. Less body shaming. Less judgment, but also, and also opening the door for conversation and allowing people to feel safe to talk about whatever it is that's going on for them. Yeah, like I have one brother who he had like a unibrow, like his brows, and he hated mm-hmm. plucking them. So he went and got electrolysis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And at first I was like, oh, okay. But then after I was like, yo, that's kind of brilliant. Like, yeah. good for you, buddy. I wonder too if it's harder for men to go to their doctors and talk about body image because they would feel judged and shamed there as well. And if that's not also part of the problem? Um, most likely. Um, well, and the thing too is like if a man's going to their doctor, a lot there are a lot more female doctors nowadays. But up until mm-hmm. like 15, 20 years ago, there weren't that many female doctors. They were mostly men. So it's like a man mm-hmm. having to go to another man and say, I'm having body mm-hmm. image issues. Like that's not an easy thing to do. I think it'd be easier for them to open up to a woman. I also, think so. I think that in terms of getting these services done, a lot of the mm-hmm. cosmetic procedures are performed by women. And if men are already feeling mm-hmm. insecure and they're in like heterosexual relationships, it'd be like me going up to like a man in the gym who's like super buff and I want him to work me out, but I don't want him to look at my rolls and my ass and my arm wave Mm. as I'm trying to get rid of them. So I would be more inclined to go to a female trainer. But then on the other hand, I'm like, 
oh God, now like look at her and like my body. So I think we just have to like learn that whether we're male or female, we're always going to have some kind of an insecurity about our insecurity and that the people that we're going. Yeah. And if you're going to the right people to talk about it, like if you don't like Mm -hmm. your nose and you're going to a plastic surgeon, they're actually not going to judge you. They're going to give you advice, knowledge, what it could look like, other ways you could get to where you want to be. So I think we also have to keep that in mind, like especially as men and women is just know who you're going to talk to. Like, yeah, don't you don't go and talk to your dentist about your mental health. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like pick the right people to talk to and you'll get the support that you need. Yeah. I do think though that the medical field in general should not be judgy as fuck, even though they are. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had lots of experiences in the past where I felt totally judged by my doctor in different ways. And so even having our doctors judge us really like holds us back from dealing with the stuff that we have on our minds. For sure. Oh, I've been told I'm overweight numerous times at the doctor and I'm like, based off what some scale you guys made up in the seventies. Like I'm not overweight. Mister. <laughs> oh, my first terrible experience was when I was pregnant with my oldest daughter and she told me that I was not mature enough to have a baby and that I should have an abortion or give it up for adoption right away and it called my mother even though I was past the age of my mother having to be involved and called my mom in for a meeting to tell her about how what a shitty parent she was for allowing me to have a child like our doctors oh. can be nasty nasty people Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Which is, I'm just a little shocked. Does not, it doesn't help you when you are somebody going in and being like, I have issues with body image, right? Mm-hmm. To have somebody judge you and tell you, oh, men don't, men don't have body image issues. Yeah. Well, they do. Yeah. A lot of the ones that men can have also are like it's the same as female. Like there's some that we can't control. Like nobody wants a yeah. really, really tall woman. I mean, Mm -hmm. tall is like supermodel, but then like men want to be tall. Like men don't want to be Mm -hmm. short. So there's like, there are a million ways that you can be insecure and there's nothing you can do about it. So Mm -hmm. on the other hand, like we've talked a lot about how we can fix these things, but we also need to just learn to accept that like we all come in different shapes, sizes, colors, forms. Yeah. Norms. We're all unique. Yeah. And at at like some point you just have to find somebody who's going to love you enough to like show you to love your insecurities too. Or learn to love yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, we really need to love the things about ourselves that are imperfect. Yeah. But how do men, I wonder it's not easy. I shouldn't say that, but there are a lot of people out there who work with women and their body image. It would be interesting for us to see if there were coaches for men or, you know, people who support men going through body image. I'm sure that there are. It's probably just not as prevalent as female coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, There are, like, if you Google it, there are a few, like strongmencoaching.com has a bunch of different life Mm -hmm. coaches for men. Um, there's a few male life coaches on here. Um, 
that are men tailored towards men. But the funny thing is, is when you Google like coaching for men, a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. comes up about like coach the brand of clothing or like getting coached Mm. for like sports and sports teams and things like that. And why women's teams are coached by men. And like, it doesn't really give you anything. But then if you type in women, all you have to type in is women coach and it's all mental health. (laughs) Just pages and pages and pages and pages of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we need more men out there to join Mm. the tribe of coaches and therapists out there to really bring awareness to the fact that men have just as many body issues and insecurities as women do. I need just as much as support as we do. And it's sad that it's not available, but I hope that by talking about it more and bringing it to the surface, we can also help people realize that more help is needed. For sure. And I mean, there are female coaches who can help men through their insecurities, but I just think it's sometimes Mm -hmm. to start off, it's easier talking man to man. I wonder if that's true or whether because men realize how many insecurities women have because it's everywhere and everybody knows this, whether they might feel comfortable talking to a woman because she can understand what they're talking about. True. I wonder. We're not men, so I can't even, we can't even answer. No, can't even like come close to it. So I just, I know that I know a lot of men who have a lot of insecurities about themselves and their bodies and they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. talk about it. They just kind of go do something about it. Yeah. So I think getting the conversation going is kind of the first step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I just looked up really quickly too here, men's uh, body image coach for men. And what really comes up is not really body image stuff, but more about consulting for your personal style so that you can brand yourself better, Mm -hmm. but not any of the issues around the male body image crisis. No, it's all about like men's. It's an image consultant. Yeah. Yeah. Like pages of them. With more confidence and purpose. It's like, no, I don't like the way my arms move and I think my balls hang too low. Can you help me with that? Yeah. How can I learn to love that about myself? Yeah. Yeah. I have Mm -hmm. one client who had the, you know, the tummy Latvian surgery, whatever it is, lost Mm -hmm. like 200 pounds and ended up going away and getting the skin cut from his arms, his back, his stomach, his legs liposuction like the whole nine and so everyone thought Mm -hmm. that he just did it as like a weight loss thing and yes Mm -hmm. the initial goal was weight loss but once the insecurity of being obese went away Mm -hmm. the insecurity of you being able to see physically on his body that he was obese was still there and almost worse than the identity he lived with for so long Mm -hmm. so UN benefits Yeah. And I think that's actually an interesting thing you bring up too, is that in a lot of the research I was reading is that men will actually fly out of country to go do the work somewhere else. They'll say that they're going on vacation and then they'll go have work done. That's what he did. Yeah. He was gone for like four weeks because it was like an overhaul, like crazy surgery. Mm -hmm. And that's so sad. It's sad that men feel that they have to leave the country go on vacation and then come back a different person. Cause maybe people won't notice. No, we all notice. Yeah. As someone who tries to hide stuff all the time, people always mm-hmm. notice. 
Yeah. Like always. And really, you're the people around you want to support you. So let them in. And if they don't, though, they don't, though, they're not the right people. Absolutely. Hit the road, Jack. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. I went and got my lips done again. And I shouldn't have because the girl told me I didn't need it. So I went somewhere else because, you know me, I'm like, I'll find someone to do it. And then after Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, gosh, they are kind of big. Like everyone's going to notice. So I bought blue light blocking glasses and I started wearing them every single day. And people were like, there's something different about you. It must be the glasses. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm very confident in the things that I do and I'll tell people and share with people, but even I still have like my insecure moments after I do something. So I can totally empathize Mm -hmm. with the people who like go away to get these things done and come back. But either way, like yep. you're going to have to face it. And if people don't like it, it doesn't matter. They're not living in your body, in your mind. So you do what you feel is mm-hmm. best for you. Yeah. Know that what you feel is the most important. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. We should just open a men's place. We'll call it the men's place. Yeah, there you go. Bring your insecurities. You everything they want. Yeah. Bring your insecurities and self-judgments in the door. And we will work on them with you. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, if anyone in the group has anything that they want to add or questions or maybe like an experience, we definitely need a little bit more information on this. And because we are women, it's mm-hmm. hard for us to get the actual good stuff. So if any of our male friends want to help us out, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah. I think the other thing we can do, though, is we can say to everybody out there, Talk to your partners, talk to the people in your life, talk to the men, and really listen to them when they tell you about their body image issues or their insecurities. And don't try and brush them off, right? I think we're like, oh, no, like, that's not a big deal. It's just a beer belly. Or, oh, that's not a big deal. It's okay. You got a dad bod. Just listen and allow them to speak safely so that they can actually decide whether it is an issue or whether it isn't. Because when we keep getting brushed off like that it becomes bigger and bigger so just hold space for all the men in your life to talk about what's going on and what it is that they're feeling yeah because I mean too if you don't have a safe place to kind of talk about it and everything is kind of like hidden and you don't have people Uh that you love and care about uh, who love and care about you to talk about these things with you can end up going Uh to extremes in terms of trying to make yourself feel better Like there's these Mm -hmm. French twins. They were like big TV stars in France. You should just Google them. You literally just have to Google France's TV heartthrob twins. And like you, their faces, their faces, they have had so much work done. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of obviously insecurities and judgments. So you can see Mm -hmm the opposite of what can happen I mean you can do nothing or you can go to the absolute extreme and I feel Mm -hmm. like it's important that before you go off the deep end we learn to like talk about these things because had these men sat down and talked to someone other than obviously each other about their Uh insecurities and issues they'd have looked a lot better just dealing with those than the outcome like just google it trust me you'll sit there for a while and be like oh my god 
because these men were gorgeous before and they just couldn't see it. And now they look, well, I don't want to say they look terrifying, but they look terrified all the time. (laughs) They look terrifying. You see what I'm seeing? I definitely see what you're seeing. So it's just kind of another example of how our insecurities can lead to so many different things. And if Mm -hmm. we don't get comfortable talking about them, whether you're male or female, Mm -hmm. it can really mess with your head and your mental health and your well-being. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's important to talk about these things. Some things we can change, some things we can't, some things we need to accept. Some things aren't as bad as you think they are. Yes. Yes. I think, uh, I mean, this is like pretty excessive what these two men have done, but oh yeah, they also had each other to talk about it, but maybe let's not go to that extent and just no, but this partners. is another example of why you need to have educated people who are non-biased to talk to. You don't yes. talk to your twin about your insecurities because guess what? You guys look the same. You're yeah. going to end up looking the same. Yeah. kind of I I hope that people look and use that as a lesson too hey I'm actually pretty hot the way I am <laughs> yeah and like not to poke fun at these men these men obviously have like some severe mental health issues to look this way but we're using it as an example so that you don't end up like these two men because I'm sure if you ask them today if they regretted going as far as they did, I would hope to God they would both say yes. Well, we can't say that because maybe they think they're incredibly handsome and that's okay. But yeah, that's okay. I don't think that we would want to, we don't want to see any of our friends or family or men feel that that is necessary for them to do in order to feel confident. Yes, we are talking about positive body image. So I guess I can't say that. If they think they look fabulous, all the That's power to them. <laughs> yes. It was interesting to look it up, though. <laughs> Definitely. Give it a Google. Give it a gander. Yeah. All right. So be kind to the men in your life. Allow them to speak. Don't shoot down what they have to say. Be supportive and know that they struggle internally more than women do because we say it out loud. Yeah. Just support them in whatever they choose to do. Amen, sister. Yeah. So, and if anybody wants to talk to us about their stuff, then come to us. Talk to us about what's going on because we would be happy to give you a safe space to listen. For sure. And if you have any like questions or stories or anything you want to share, you can always do it in our Facebook group, Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette. Cocktails mm-hmm. spelt with a T-A-L-E-S at the end. You can find us yeah. at Cocktails with BV on Instagram or Twitter. And mm-hmm. obviously you can find our podcast on all of your favorite streaming sites. All right, everyone. We will talk to you next week with another interesting topic. And we hope that you go out there and love up on all the men in your life and tell them how amazing they are. Yes, I second that. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.